welcome back to the Eat Me in St. Louis podcast. I am Nick. And I am Travis. And normally we review restaurants in and around St. Louis, uh, but today we've got a special episode uh, where we're just going to be talking about snacks from around the world. We originally came up with this idea where we were just going to have a segment in the regular episode and have one or two snacks each and talk about them. Then I started building up snacks that I was getting through this thing, snackcrate.com, and I wanted to have a variety, and then quarantine happened, and then I had too many of them, and so we're doing this just to get through some of them, <laughs> see if it works, probably won't. We're going to be eating on mic um, and, and talking about what we're having. But before we do that, how have you been doing? Speaking of quarantine, have you started any new hobbies or trying anything new lately? Um, no. Uh, we have been getting takeout, and that's about it. So, yeah, my hobby is takeout. Yeah. I've been doing something lately to try to find something new. I started making, like, a vision board. Have you ever done that? No. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I just want to kind of capture what it is that I want in my future, uh, things that I want to move towards and acquire. And I'm sending you a picture of my mood board right now, if you can check that out. You know, this is just things that are important to me that I've been thinking a lot about. Uh, I just tack them up on the... <laughs> what? I, uh, I don't know what this is, but I Did you know get it? it's not a mood board. I thought it was weird when you started talking about it, and then now that you've sent me a photo... Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> okay, so now I know where a creepy picture of me originated from. I got back home from a weekend trip with my wife, and in the mailbox, in an envelope, not a mailed envelope, so this person had been by my house. <laughs> uh, Might was, still be out there right now. <laughs> was a hand-drawn photo of me, and my first thought was, Nick did this because it was pretty poorly drawn. Right. Um, <laughs> but once you said you didn't do it, and honestly, because you dropped it and never brought it up again, I was like, if Nick did it, he would be pushing me to find out who did it to make sure it drove me crazy. But I honestly forgot about this. <laughs> like, it was one of three that was in my mailbox when I got back. I get these all the time. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Are you posting a photo of your mood board on our Instagram? Yeah, just check our Instagram to see a picture of it. This, <laughs> uh, Let me explain it to you now. We do this um, creative prompt at work for the designers. And one week, the theme was fan art. And so I knew that I had to do my my favorite person in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's I, I made it as creepy as possible, and I'll tell you, the bag of hair was the last thing that I added. And was it your hair? <laughs> no, it's just photoshopped. But oh, um, okay, yeah. <laughs> I did get some offers from people who were like, "It's quarantine. I'll just shave my head. It's cool." <laughs> it's like, no, I can just photoshop that. But when I added that, Angie said, "No, that's creepy." And I was like, "What do you think the rest of this is?" <laughs> The rest like, of it is a lovely homage to your friend, but yeah. now it's creepy. <laughs> she said, I, I thought it was kind of sweet. I'm like, I have a piece of his shirt on here. <laughs> uh, uh, 
and I've been keeping it a secret for like two weeks. Everybody at work knows about it, <laughs> and. <laughs> And and it turns out it was the first person I expected. <laughs> yeah, you were right. <laughs> All right. Before we get to talking about the snacks, uh, we had two more reviews on Apple Podcasts that I wanted to read. Uh, the first one is from Hippie Kitty, who said it's a hidden gem and gave us five stars. Thank you. Oh, that's nice. They said, I had no idea this existed until I saw it mentioned in the go section of the Post-Dispatch. I love all things STL and especially enjoy hearing all the delicious places to eat in St. Louis. Well, sorry, you're not going to get that this episode. (laughs) The next one is from Not Linda, and it's five stars. It starts by saying, I confess that I am Nick's mom. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) I live in Arizona and rarely get to St. Louis. Maybe he'll take me to some of his favorite restaurants when I visit next time. By the way, he's a pretty good cook. I didn't know that, Nick. <laughs> um, thanks, Mom. <laughs> Gotta be embarrassing me in front of everyone. Yeah, embarrassing me so much that I sent this review to Travis to have him read it <laughs> on there. <laughs> no, I appreciate it, but I love how the review is just about me cooking and taking her to a restaurant in the future. Nothing about the podcast itself. It's just... At least it was five stars. At least it wasn't like one star, nothing about the podcast. (laughs) I am his mom, but I'm going to be objective here. (laughs) All right. So the way we did this is I dropped off a package at Travis's. I divvied up the food, and I did it by color. Do you know why I did that? Uh, No, I don't. I did that because I was worried that you would think that I was trying to trick you in some way. And that was kind of like a a way to just group them together and not make you think that I was giving you all the gross ones or something. So that's why I have all green packaging, I guess. Yes. And I gave you a choice. I made the orange ones and the green ones, and you chose the green. And I am representing orange here today. So do you want to get into them? Uh, Yeah, so before we get started to give this a little St. Louis tie, right now uh, we are in the midst of a few episodes promoting uh, black-owned businesses in St. Louis, so uh, make sure that you're listening and checking those places out. Uh, But I also want to, since we are doing an international-flavored episode here, uh, give a shout-out to uh, Olive Street, a lot of great restaurants on Olive in St. Louis uh, from international owners and then also south grand which is a beautiful melting pot of a lot of different great restaurants uh from a lot of different types of cuisine from all around the world so if you're looking for some international spice in your st louis food life uh, i would recommend those uh two neighborhoods but don't go to the melting pot because one that's not very international and two they closed recently (laughs) did you hear that oh no i did not yeah yeah Uh, losing a lot of good ones but We know that more will come. All right. I'm going to go first. And what I'm eating, it says truffle on the front of it, and it looks like a wafery kind of thing. And we're going to be posting a photo collage of all of our uh, things we're trying here. So first of all, Nick is trying the potato truffle. It is a snack from Korea. Uh, He is opening the packaging directly on top of the microphone, I'm guessing. I'm having a little trouble. Solid packaging, A-plus packaging. And what what Nick is eating is a salty potato in the shape of a thin waffle and flavored with 
black truffle, making this a melt-in-your-mouth favorite. So, Nick, mm. you're chewing way too much. It's supposed to melt in your mouth. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, part of it was I, I was expecting something a little bit sweeter. It looks like a, like a waffle cone, except it's just flat. But, yeah, it's a strong truffle flavor. I'm going to go back in with knowing what I know now. <laughs> so do you like the flavor of truffle, or is this, like, just not your thing at all? I did. I don't know if I do anymore. Um, <laughs> it's it's just a very... <laughs> it's very potent, you know? I think the truffle flavor should be used lightly in, in cooking, and this is just pure and truffle. And pasta, not on top of a waffle cone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- there's something... I feel like I'm eating dirt, you know? It's oh. got a good texture, though. Great. That's exactly what you want when you're trying to have a snack, is feeling like you're eating dirt. Okay, so um, I am eating a little green square that looks like a now and later. So if I'm silent for a long time, it's because this is going to take me forever to chew. All right, Nick. If you've been saving any monologues for the podcast, this might be your time to try it out. <laughs> no, I just want some peace and quiet for once. <laughs> Uh, you are eating a Chewitz Extreme from Ireland. What do you think? It's okay. Uh, these chews, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they say these chews start out extremely tart and finish with a delightfully sweet flavor. Yeah, it's great. It's like a sour apple now and later. Mm. Perfect. Okay. Uh, not quite as like sustained long chewability as a now and later, but... So it's just a now, then? Uh, yeah, it's like the now and later, but just the now. All right, I'm eager to try my next one to get the truffle out of my mouth. <laughs> so what Nick is trying now is called Rebels from Ireland. It's chocolate dip bites with a mix of surprise flavors. Woohoo! Will you get raisin, orange, coffee, malt, chocolate, or toffee? Nick? What's the verdict? It's an orange. (laughs) All right. Uh, That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So is it multiple things in that package, or do you just get one thing, and what you get is what you get? I'm going to guess it's multiple things in the package. Yeah, they're little globs of chocolate. They're all kind of nicely uneven sized, so it's not like, you know, M&Ms or goobers. Is that what they're called? Is that a thing? What? No. Is that a thing in the South? Mm. I wonder if you are very familiar with Rebels, if you can tell what you're about to eat by the size. Oh, that might be a thing. Oh, I just had a thin one, and that was toffee. It was very good. All right, so what I'm eating now um, is a little custard cream cake. This is also from Ireland because it has a nice little... um, Nice little shamrock on the package. So, yeah, ready to give it a try. All right. Huh. It is like if Twinkies could go stale, that's what this tastes like. It tastes stale? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's very old, but uh, it's okay. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) That one is not from Ireland, actually. That's from Korea. It's... Described as a light, sweet, stale sponge. That's weird. Uh, filled with a, 
filled with a rich, creamy custard, a popular Korean dessert snack to eat any time of day. Okay. <laughs> but not months in the future. Yeah. So the custard had, like, gets soaked up by the cake. It's weird. Mm. Like, it's not like a custardy middle. And, you know, this could be a product of age as well. But the custard was, like, part of the sponge. It was it was all right. Okay. I mean, I could I could see people eating that. And I yeah, I guess custard is Irish maybe and that's what they're trying to call to, but yeah, apparently it's from Korea. This next one is the one I've been looking forward to you eating this oh, whole time. Yeah. Uh me too. The package for this has a little character that's smashing the bag with a mallet. I have a mallet in here actually. I could do that, but it's called Pushu Pushu. It's basically ramen, and you're not supposed to cook it. You're just supposed to smash the ramen in the bag. I'm going to do that with my microphone. <laughs> this is good podcasting. Yeah, if there's not, if there's one thing better than eating on camera, it's smashing a package <laughs> on microphone. Travis, have you ever eaten ramen dry? No. What Have you? <laughs> I haven't, but that is a thing. And really? even the cheap ramen that you get at the grocery store, yeah, people do that. I It's crazy to me, but, you know, I have, like, nibbled on a raw spaghetti noodle, you know? But eating a whole brick of ramen dry just sounds terrible. All right. See, I love dry pasta, but dry ramen is where I draw the line. Okay, so pushu pushu. I'll give you a second to uh, finish eating, and then I want to hear what you uh, what you think. But so I'm gonna I'm gonna read the explanation because it actually doesn't say anything about the flavor at all. <laughs> all right, it just says, "Don't cook it." A favorite Korean snack that involves crunching the noodles in the bag and then covering the noodles in the flavoring included. So I really think this is basically ramen that you're eating right now. Ah, okay, it is. Um, even, look, you can see the package of flavoring looks just like it. I started eating it, and I was like, there's no flavor in here, because I just figured it would be mixed up already. But <laughs> let me shake this in here real fast. No, it's some assembly required. Do you know what flavor you got? Yeah, it's bulgogi flavored. Oh, nice. All right. This, yeah, it's kind of a fun little thing to... Smash it and mix it up, and let's give this another try. Hmm. That's, that's actually really good. Really? So the flavoring does make all the difference? Yeah. Well, the texture, having not eaten a bag of ramen before, the texture does seem to be like a little bit softer than I would hmm. expect it to be. Those ramen can be just solid as a rock. And it's got a good crunch to it. I like it. I would get these again. So next week, are you going to eat a bag of ramen live on the show so you can yeah. try the comparison? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dare to compare. My next thing is a green bag of chips. Looks like potato chips, at least, because there are potatoes on the bag. Where do you think those are from? Uh, I mean, I would also guess Ireland, but uh, all my packaging is green. So uh, <laughs> between Irish and potatoes, that's why I'm guessing Ireland. Yes, you are correct. I think... I unintentionally slanted things, like you're saying, towards certain countries, because apparently a lot of Asian snacks are in orange packaging. A lot of these are from Korea. I think there's one from Japan. Um, 
Poland, of course, central to Asia. How are those chips? They're good. This is not from Ireland. No way. No? It Right? Okay. It can't be. I mean, it's not in English, the packaging. So I don't know why I guessed Ireland. But they're oregano-flavored chips. Huh. So, Nick, what am I actually eating? And where is it from? Okay. <laughs> I have written down Ireland. Um, I might be wrong <laughs> because... I'm reading the description now, and it says, Thin-cut, crispy, crunchy goodness, covered in delicious oregano seasonings. These chips will have you yelling, Opa, which makes me think they're Greek. It looks like there's a Greek flag, and the writing looks like it is in Greek. And and on the front, it says, this is a Greek snack, in big, bold letters. Um, this is from Greece. It says on the back, from Greece. I was wrong. I can admit it. All right. These are pretty good. I like oregano. All right. My next one only has one English word on it, and that's in small type. It says high tie. I don't know if that's the company that makes it. It's in a cool little octagonal box with a pull tab on it. And uh, crack that open, and it's got a little bag inside. It looks like little pretzel sticks, maybe. I'm not sure. Kind of reminds me of Pocky, the packaging, if you've had that. Uh, I've never had Pocky. Oh, it's great. There's. Um, I know, I'm missing out there. Yeah, the comic shop I used to work at had 40 different varieties of it. So whenever I was hungry at work, I was eating chocolate candy. My favorite was that they had a flavor called Men's Pocky, and I still don't understand why... <laughs> What makes it men's? Did it taste like, I don't know, changing your oil or something? <laughs> um, Cigars? <laughs> dirt. All right. These uh, these are a little bland, but I like them. Not a whole lot of flavor, but it's it's like a little pretzel stick, and it's got a good crunch, and I could probably like munch on these forever. What you're eating is high Thai from Korea, and that is a baked potato snack, and it's Gungamja Chips Cookie. Mm. Uh, and it said Korean children and adults love potato stick snack. Mm, but do men love them? <laughs> uh, since this is a mini-sode, I'm not sure if we can do a Francie fact check, but I am really interested in what Gungamja is. Okay, come on, guys. Seriously? All it took was going to a translation page on the interwebs and plugging in the name of your snack. I learned that the second part of the word in Korean means potato. So I flipped it and tried a bunch of different adjectives going from English into Korean and finally discovered that the literal name of your yummy yummy snack is baked potato. And here is how you say it in Korean. Mystery solved. Thank you, Francie. That's fascinating. Okay, so this next little thing I'm tasting is like a little, uh, like candy drop almost, but it says pistachio on it, so I'm guessing whatever it is is pistachio flavored. Oh, nice. Oh, it looks like a little, like, Valentine's chocolate. Yeah, actually, I just remembered that I didn't get all these through Snack Crate. I, I wanted a little bit of variety early on, and so I went up to United Provisions in the Del Mar Loop, 
And they're like a little grocery store that has a bunch of, of international foods there and lots and lots of snacks. So I just went through and grabbed a bunch of um, individually wrapped things from around the world. So how was that? So it was good. I don't have strong feelings about pistachio flavored things. It was okay. Like it, it was uh, it was like just enough, like that little bite of chocolate. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was like a creamy center. Uh, it really felt like one of those uh, Valentine's boxes you get and you reach in and you eat something and you're like, I don't know what that was before I ate it. And now I'm even less sure after I've eaten it. So that's the gist of what you just had me try. <laughs> yeah, I I know what you're talking about because I get chocolates on Valentine's Day from people. People <laughs> love me. I'm I'm jealous, by the way, because I am a pistachio fan. I think it might be my favorite type of ice cream. Pistachio yeah. ice cream is so good. So um, you are a pistachio fan, but are you a banana fan? That's the important question. I'm right not. <laughs> I mean, I like a banana, but you know how banana candy doesn't taste anything like bananas yeah yeah like i think of of all the uh different types of fruit that they try to imitate banana just like went full left field and they just decided 50 years ago that this is maybe 50 years ago that's what bananas tasted like and (laughs) the actual bananas got different but i don't i'm not a big fan i just like to think about the like the sheer nerve of the person that when they had this banana flavoring was like, this is what bananas taste like. And everybody else is probably like, no, not really. And they're like, well, this is what it tastes like now. <laughs> yeah. I'm the boss. Make it. <laughs> Speaking of that, you know the Harry Potter uh, jelly belly kind of things? I'm sure you're a Potterhead, oh, right? Oh, the Bernie Bo- Birdie Bots Every Flavored Beans. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so there's one that's called Vomit, right? Yes. Yeah. That flavor actually came from them trying to make a cheese pizza flavored jelly bean and they tried it and (laughs) they were like that's not ever going to work but what if we call it vomit well i'm glad you brought up the flavor of vomit as we're trying all of these snacks thanks um all right so this (laughs) banana thing i'm eating is called bananco and it has a cute little monkey on it licking his lips and it says bananco original so maybe there are other flavors of it too See, I read this in, like, a really manly voice. Is this a snack for men? Because it feels like Bonanco. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I was talking about vomit, but what does that look like to you? Oh, not great. Doesn't look great. (laughs) Yeah, I find these in my yard sometimes. It looks like someone sat on a moon pie. Yeah. (laughs) So it is a chocolate snack, and it seems to be very thinly laid over something that is banana colored because it's breaking off and there's oh god it's gross i'm gonna eat it oh Mm. okay so bananco is a fluffy Mm. (laughs) it didn't look fluffy uh oh (laughs) a fluffy banana flavored filling and rich chocolate coating make Bananco, a delicious treat. All right. I'm going to start with a good here. It's, the outside is kind of a dark chocolate. <laughs> so th- that was all right. Um, the inside tastes like a banana peep. Like peeps peep, you know? 
the Easter treat. Yeah. And I, I do not like those at all. I just, it felt like a sugary marshmallow. It was the worst thing yet. That was terrible. So you don't like it, but someone over at the Peep Corporation just thought of a brilliant idea for next <laughs> season. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to our podcast, Peeps. We appreciate it. That's my new sign-off. Thanks for listening to the podcast, Peeps. Travis has one left, and it's the one that I was looking forward to the most. It's called Tato Meanies, and it has a little devil on the front of it. Tato Meanies. It looks like a fake snack that you would see in The Simpsons or something. I'm going to have to take a picture of these, because they are not what you would think they are. What? They're like little potato puffs. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. They're not, I thought they were just chips. I did too. Also, the Tato mascot will haunt my nightmares for years to come. It is the creepiest looking guy. Not the devil. The mascot on top. <laughs> I want the devil as our new soccer team. Do, do they have a mascot yet? No. St. Louis Meanies? Striking fear? I go for St. Louis Tatoes and have this creepy... Banana Man as our uh, <laughs> mascot. <laughs> How are those? This is going to disappoint you, Nick, but I don't hate it. It's pretty good. I. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a competition. <laughs> if it was, then I would have lost, so it's definitely not. They taste like Funyuns. Uh, the description is, These crunchy puffed corn snacks are dusted with a mean pickled onion flavor. Too good to resist. So they're not even potatoes <laughs> okay it's yeah th- it's like the meaning. texture of a puffy cheeto it's like the mm-hmm. texture of a funyun yeah that sounds good i will tell you i have broken into some of the other snacks and i got one that was from it was probably from ireland it was like a british kind of thing that was prawn flavored and i was honestly expecting it to be gross but Oh, it was lemon prawn. I'll throw a picture of that up in the Instagram, too. Yeah, when when you said you were sending me these, I was fully expecting the most off-the-wall, weird-flavored snacks. And I thought this was going to be, like, Eat Me in St. Louis Fear Factor episode. Yeah. But, yeah. no, all of these were lovely. Speak for yourself. Um, no, I got, <laughs> I got three out of five. And part of it was that in my mind and the reason i like the snack crates is you've had all the same chips and stuff here forever i think part of the reason that pringles and lays it seems like they have a new flavor every month is there are so many people like me that are just wanting to try something out oh my god i tried a baconator pringle the other day it was the worst thing i've ever had but i like to try new things so that was kind of what i was looking for for this too so speaking of funky pringles i'll let you in on a little secret honey mustard flavored pringles Uh are incredible like so good Hmm. i don't know why no one did honey mustard earlier yeah that sounds good but yeah i was talking about the lemon prawn things it's the first thing that i've just been like i need to have more of this i was like (laughs) i don't know it wasn't terrible but it was a little bit pricey it was like 25 dollars for 10 bags or something to to have them shipped here and they're kind of little bags, but I'm probably going to end up doing that at some point. I just have so many snacks right now, I can't bring myself to order more <laughs> of them. All right. Yeah, this was not an advertisement for Snack Crate, but Snack Crate, if you're listening and you want us to advertise, then let us know. Because <laughs> <laughs> we could use some advertisements. 
I don't um, think so that's far, how like advertising usually works is to give them a I couple so. free and then you yeah. <laughs> rope them in. <laughs> Just a taste. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so far I've gotten boxes from the Philippines, Canada, Korea, Colombia, Greece, Ireland, Turkey, and I think Russia is on the way. I'm looking forward to that. Not because I'm a fan of Russia, <laughs> but I think they might have some interesting food. All right. Well, Make sure to comment on this episode. Let us know if you liked this weird little side episode that we did. And let us know if you liked the uh, snack descriptions, because uh, maybe we'll make it a segment with some of the ones that Nick has left. And come back to us next episode for our continuing series on Blackwood Places in St. Louis. I think we're going to turn next time, which I am looking forward to. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. Well, uh, happy eating and tell Mitch I said hi. Bye.